Welcome back to Sustainably Influenced, the podcast guiding you through the minefield of sustainability with your hosts Charlotte Williams and Bianca Foley. This season we'll be interviewing experts in sustainability and ethical living to shed a little light on the many terms used across industries, discussing the different aspects of living a conscious lifestyle and how we can do our bit to make a difference. Today we're speaking with the CEO of textile manufacturer Aquafil, Giulio Bonazzi, who's doing his part to help clean up the ocean plastics pandemic through recovering waste and turning it into regenerated nylon for use in carpets and clothing. Julio wants to bring the circular economy model further into the mainstream and help brands and consumers make responsible choices about clothing. Today, Aquafil is recognised as a sustainability leader company and an innovator within the synthetic textile industry. Bonazzi was honoured with an Ernst & Young's 2011 Entrepreneur of the Year Award in the industrial products category for his entrepreneurial excellence and leadership ability in expanding Aquafil globally. Ekinil was launched and in 2014, the company won the most prestigious award in Germany dedicated to sustainability, specifically for the development of a regeneration system that allows Aquafil to transform waste to regenerated Equinil fibre. Let's get into today's episode. Julio, thank you so much for joining us today. As we said offline, this has been a long one in the waiting, so we're really happy to connect. Let's get into the first question. Tell us all about Econil Nylon. What is it about and kind of how is it made? Well, imagine to have a polymer or a fiber that doesn't take anything from the planet, but comes entirely from waste. And imagine that it is not only recycled, but also infinitely recyclable. It's really the seed of circularity because the system returns to the original building blocks. And so you can remake products. Imagine also to have something with very high mechanical performances and without any aesthetic limitations and something that can find an incredible broad range of applications like fashion, sport apparel, automotive, upholstery, carpet flooring, even for 3D printing. This is Econil. And last but not least, with 90% lower carbon footprint, it's a real game changer. I personally didn't know how versatile it was. I didn't realize you could use it for that many different products. Many different products. I can give you many examples. If you want to have a chair, a lamp, a table, something from Gucci or Prada or Barbary or Stella McCartney, that is one of my favorite. I think I was listening to an old podcast episode that you may have been a guest on with somebody else. And I'm sure that I heard something about aerodynamic machinery or something to do with aeroplanes, that there was something that they were using it in. Am I going completely mad? Mm. Well, in airplanes, I really don't know. We are working on making the flooring for airplanes. But the challenge is the flame retardancy. Because in airplanes, uh, you need to have a very high flame retardancy properties. And normally, flame retardant additives are very unhealthy. And we don't want to use them. So we are looking for something that is not unhealthy so waste is a huge problem even in today's more eco-conscious world and we're just wondering how we can encourage more companies to regenerate waste products into something new the same as you guys have with Econil. well i do believe that consumers are ready or better they're desperately seeking for sustainable products uh, that are not harmful for the planet or for the people so why not to use products like Econil? Well, actually, because don't exist many like ours, but I mean, it's just our responsibility to change. And 
the textile industry is really one of the most polluting ones. So if we don't change it, the legislation will force us to change. So it's time to do it. Definitely. How easy is it? Because I was reading about the company recently and it seems you're built all around the world. So it's really easy to recycle Iconil products. It depends on how products are made. There are products like, for example, the jacket of Napapiri, which is called the, the Circular Series, that was designed entirely in nylon six. So this jacket is very easily recyclable. When uh, you have uh, to recycle garments that have uh, different fabrics, uh, I don't know, the zippers that are coming from metal, zinc uh, or copper or aluminium, uh, so many different types of ingredients at this point is becoming very difficult. So you have to redesign products, you know, which is called design for remanufacturing. When you design products for being recycled, it is becoming easy and it's possible depending on the raw material that you are using. That was what I was thinking because I imagine... For a lot of new companies, new startups, and in the last 12 months, we've seen a lot of new fashion startups, which is really exciting. It's a really good opportunity to shout about this and say, design appropriately for this. But then I guess looking back into products that have already been produced, it's more work, I imagine. I believe that most of the responsibility is on our side, on us who are making ingredients. So we have to supply the proper ingredients that perform that can be a solution from the aesthetic standpoint. This is a crucial point. It's, it's not that easy, but it's possible. It's really interesting, actually. It's exciting. Very exciting. Oh, yes, very. It's one of those things that you don't think about until you start learning about something like this. No. Start no, looking no. into sustainability or being more ethical in your day-to-day. That's when you start looking at products like this and wondering why there aren't more of them already available. So this is amazing. Yes, it's a very complicated subject to understand what is sustainable, what is not. I always say that uh, it's depending by the final application. So it doesn't exist a product that is good for everything. You know, So it depends by what you want to do at the end with, with what you have. Designing. The majority of our listeners are just regular people, regular consumers, a bit like us. They're not huge companies. And thinking more on a domestic level, what can people do to manage their waste in their homes? Waste should not exist as such. For example, Econil is transforming nylon waste, such as fishing nets, carpet flooring, textile, and plastic waste into valuable raw materials. As individuals, we can make the difference when we buy simply buying the right products. We need not only to look at the price but or at the aesthetics, but also at what happens at the end of use. I want to give a couple of tips for your waste. First, bring always your reusable shopper with you. Second, leave the packaging by the retailer and you will drastically reduce your waste at home. And when you have finished to use your clothing, please resell them on second-hand shops or make a present to less fortunate people. That's a really nice way of looking at it. Yeah. You would never think to just give your stuff to people less fortunate. Obviously, we take to charity shops and we're, yeah. we're both big on that. But now second-hand shops are becoming more and more popular. There are market studies that are saying that uh, second-hand will become bigger than fast fashion. Yeah, in the next 10 years. The next decade. Leaving the packaging at the retailers, such a good idea. Yes, because when they will be flooded with packaging, they will force suppliers to make, you know, a better one. You know? 100%. No, okay. that's really that's it. So we're, we're going to start a campaign. Yeah, <laughs> genuinely, I'm like, okay. Do you know where I have learned to do it? In 1995, together with my family, I've lived in Slovenia. And when you go to live in Slovenia, 
you go by the municipality to register as a family and they ask you how many members has your family and in our case we have four so they, they give us three garbage can mm-hmm. one for plastic uh, one for uh, the humid fraction and the other one for uh, the mixed one and they were coming only one day per week to collect the mm-hmm. trash and you were allowed to produce only that amount oh you had to work and <laughs> understanding what to buy where to leave uh, the packaging, for example, by the shop, uh, so that you can have only this amount of waste. That's a good way of making uh, the collection of waste. See, the difference is here. If you go over, you just leave your bags and the bin men decide not to take it. So if you're only allowed to have a certain amount of waste, then it will encourage people to just be better. Yeah. You can do your food shop if you just, if you go into a smaller grocer, the convenience store, and a lot of it is pre-packed and you can't get the loose stuff. Mm-hmm. But Yes. And also when you go by the supermarket, you should have corners where to leave all the plastic waste. So you bring your containers, you can move the food from one side to the other. You leave the packaging. There's been a really exciting development here in the UK. I think last week or two weeks ago, Asda, part of the Walmart group, they announced that they're going to have refill stations. So you can go into certain Asda branches, take your containers, refill things. I'm so happy because where I live, there's one small little independent store that does it and they only do store cupboard items but it's nice to see that you can do it across the board now and you'll be able to do toiletries and cleaning products and Mm. so much more as well as your vegetables and things like that so really interesting it's amazing yeah moving back to econom and i want to talk designers because i found you either through a prada campaign or a Burberry campaign, and I was like, oh, it's sustainable. Talk me through this. <laughs> so you've worked with so many designers, including Prada, Burberry, Stella McCartney, as you said earlier. And um, it's really exciting to see that these brands have released ranges that are sustainability-focused. I just want to ask, is there much difference between using Econol nylon versus a non-recycled nylon? And then can you see this material being used for full ranges in the future rather than just sustainability focused collections I ask this because we get asked to do campaigns all the time that are like oh this bag it's made from recycled nylon or it's made from a recycled material and we want you to promote this line but then we look at the rest of their products that's the only line that they have and that material chain. and then yeah look at their supply chain and it's not sustainability focused and it's like how difficult is it for them to actually just do it oh is it is it that it's more expensive how does it work well actually there is no difference between econil and the conventional petroleum based nylon but of course the massively lower carbon footprint and the fact that it doesn't take and doesn't come from oil mm. you mentioned Prada and this is a brand which is already transitioning 100% of its nylon consumption into econil Gucci, just to mention another name, has already launched two capsule collections entirely made with Econil. It's a matter of time. Today, for someone, being sustainable is a marketing tool. But tomorrow, if you are not sustainable, you're going to die. So stay tuned. We are close. Oh, that's so good. It's great to hear that there's no difference. (laughs) Well, in our case, there is no difference. But uh, of course, uh, we are really applying a very special system of recycling, which is not, let's say, something that is already used by others. So that is why it's easy for brands to come to us and really change from conventional man-made fibers into econil ones. Sometimes they change also polyester into econil. Why not? Oh, okay. Does that happen often? You mentioned Barbary, but Barbary 
range uh, of raincoats uh, was launched first. Uh, it was previously made in polyester and not in nylon. Oh, okay. In the area rugs, we are substituting a lot of viscose, for example. So there are a lot of companies that instead of using viscose or silk or wool, they use econil. Nylon is very performing, you know, so can really substitute a lot of other fibers. I guess and that's why it was invented. Well, it was invented because mechanically it was very much resisting. So the first products were ladies' stockings. At that time, they were made out of silk, which of course is super expensive and could easily break. Yeah, it's so interesting. And then going back onto the brands, are there any particular partnerships that you've had? You mentioned Stella McCartney at the beginning, so I feel like that's going to be one. I think that Stella is really something that made us very, very proud. And uh, I will tell you this, you know, but don't tell anybody else, you know, because <laughs> the other 2000 will get angry with it. To use Econil, we ask customers to sign a couple of contracts Mm. in order to respect the story and also so that we can also double check when possible what they are doing with it in order to, to be sure that they are not making something wrong or that we don't like. And when I received the contract signed by Stella McCartney, it was the only time that I did it, I sent a letter saying thank to her. I mean, she started much earlier than the other. So for me to work with Stella McCartney was very rewarding. I was very happy. No, oh, I love that. Are there any particular products that stand out? In Italian, uh, we say that every son is particular to mother. You know, I don't know how you say it in English. So <laughs> every product is, is great. But I mean, if I look at it from a, a circularity standpoint, the jacket of Napa Piri has been really the first example of perfectly circular product that is made entirely in a mono material that is sold with a QR code so they can take it back, give a credit for the value of the raw material to consumer and then send it back to us for regeneration. So there is a concept that is really starting and finishing with the same story, recycling and not taking raw material from the plant. So this is very, very nice. The sewing threads, the labels, Every single ingredient of this jacket is made with the same material, 906, which is very, very challenging. That's cool. Really, really cool. Love okay. that. We'll leave that in the show notes of the episodes that people can look it up. Uh, well, you know, they just opened a shop in Milano in Via Orefici Undici. They are part of VF Corporation. So you can find the North Face and Timberland and also these jackets. I'll be there. Or taking some video, I believe, in one week time or so. Finally, our last question. This has gone so quickly. What's next? Have you got anything exciting that you can tell us about? Can we get a sneak peek of it? Well, uh, many exciting things, but I can't tell them. You know, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm very sorry. No, I mean, in the next few days, we will be launching something that's been taken a lot of our energies during the last 12 or 16 months. And we are super excited because of this new launch. You know, it's just a matter of a few days and you will discover it. But then beside this, a lot of companies and a lot of new products that are super cool, super beautiful. I'm very happy because, I mean, Econil is really the choice of the fashion and sport industry these days i'm seeing it popping up on every yeah. independent brand i'm just so proud to see that these brands are making that conscious choice to actually choose to use a recycled 
product rather than well, it's maybe easier for new companies and startups, you know, so they don't have uh, can you say heritage from the past, so they can start from scratch. And for them, they, it's easy. They study what what they want to do, and they are really looking for better ingredients. And it's nice to work with them. Definitely. Oh my god, I love it. Wow, thank you so much for joining us today. This was really great. And it's nice to... You're very welcome. Next time I will come there and I want to know your dog. Yes, he's ready. He's sitting ready, waiting. We won't bring my dogs too because there'll be a fight. But (laughs) they don't get on. No, not quite. Thank you so much for joining us. If our listeners wanted to find out more, where could they look for information on the internet? On the internet, I mean, www.econil.com and they will find a lot of information and also the super exciting news that I was mentioning to you a few seconds ago. So <laughs> please go and browse on Econil site. So we've come to the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to Sustainably Influence and make sure that you're following us and liking and subscribing on Apple Podcasts or your favourite podcast provider. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye.